back to my burns. This is burn lecture number two, a band-aid for every burn. So in the last lecture, we covered taking a history, basic cleanup of a burn. Now we're gonna really go into depth on some of the treatments for your burn patients. And this is the treatment of the skin we'll cover in other lectures, maintaining different organ systems. We talked about greater than 20% of a total body surface area is a pretty big burn and definitely needs transfer. According to the ABA guidelines, anything greater than 10% needs transfer to a burn center. For everyone else, the question is, will the skin grow back again? Or does my patient need a graft? And a lot of these burns are tricky. They're like wine. They age. They change over time, especially depending on how long the contact was and what the substance was. Certain burns age. And usually in seven to 10 days, the burn will declare itself, does it need grafting? Certainly if you have a deep burn, so a deep partial thickness or a full thickness burn, that burn's gonna need grafting. There is no question about it. And the earlier that you are able to graft this burn, the better because once it's grafted, it's covered, it prevents against infection, it decreases your fluid loss and helps maintain homeostasis of the body. For all the other burns, Sometimes they need to be repeatedly evaluated to see if they have some healing or if they're going to eventually need a graft. Let's talk a little bit about how skin grows and how it regenerates. So we talked about the three layers of the skin, the epidermis, dermis, and fatty tissue. They've changed the classification of burns. It's no longer first, second, and third degree but it has a new naming paradigm that really reflects the level of skin that has been violated. So your superficial burns are those that look like a sunburn. They're just a little bit red. They may be a bit painful. Those involve just the layer of the epidermis, and that skin is definitely going to grow back. You're not going to need any special treatment for that. You can use some aloe, you can have oral anti-inflammatories, but all that skin's going to grow back very nicely. The next layer of skin that can get violated is the dermis, and they've kind of split that into two areas, calling them superficial partial thickness, so involving the upper layer of the dermis. Those burns should heal in 7 to 10 days versus deep partial thickness. Those burns are less likely to heal and more likely to need a graft. Full thickness burns involve any of the structures that are below the dermis, so tissue, blood vessels, bone. Those burns are most certainly going to need a graft. So there's many, many different treatments for burns. There seems like there is a new burn care dressing every single week I go back into the burn unit. But there are some basics that you need to know. All burns deeper than the superficial burns should be covered. Again, remembering that your superficial burns are ones that look like sunburn. They're red, they're hot, but none of the skin's peeling back and there's no blistering. And all the burns that are deeper than that where you have blistering, you need to make sure you clean up that burn and then we need to apply a dressing. It used to be sylvadine for all burns, but newer literature suggests that sylvadine impairs wound healing. And if you have a burn that has the potential to heal on its own, you do not want to put it in sylvadine. There are so many other choices. There is Acticote. There is all sorts of dressings that 
end in AG, that means there's silver in them. So Mepitel AG, Mepilex AG, those are some long-acting kind of foam pads that you can put in and leave in place for five to seven days. Then there's our standard, which is bacitracin with some zeroform gauze to keep it from sticking, covered by a Curlex. And that's appropriate for all your superficial partial thickness burns. Those blistering burns that once you peel back the blisters, they have nice pink, beefy red skin that's going to heal on its own. And we want to make sure we keep that area moist and we prevent infection. And those burns are going to heal. If you have a burn that is questionable whether it's going to heal on its own, I would really recommend, again, using bacitracin and Xeroform to give that skin the best chance of healing. In some burn centers, including ours, if there is a full thickness or deep partial thickness burn that is really going to need a graft, it's okay to put that burn in sylvadine because you're not going to get any spontaneous or very little spontaneous healing. So the impaired healing of sylvadine is less of an issue. Covering one other special dressing that we have is actually meta honey, which is medical grade honey. Apparently a few of our burn providers have actually tasted it. It does not taste good. So don't try that. Mm. But it is medical grade honey. And the interesting thing, the Egyptians and other ancient cultures have used honey for a long time because it has antimicrobial properties, specifically anti-pseudomonal properties, which pseudomonas tends to pop up as the big bad infection of a burn that occurs around five to seven days post-burn. And meta honey is a treatment that is used. If your burn is deep, it may need grafting. And just a brief minute about grafting. There are two kinds of grafts. There is an autograft where skin is taken from one area of the patient's body and applied to another area. That is the best treatment for most burns because you're getting your own skin. You don't get any kind of rejection. They heal well. They heal quickly. And you have a donor site where they take the skin and that site's going to require some wound care as well. And then you have the graft site or the graft that's covering the burn. So when you hear People and surgeons refer to that. There's the donor site and then there is the graft site. So you need to make sure you're clear on the difference of what came from where and what got put where. The other option in a big burn, especially where you just don't have enough surface tissue to take from your patient, is artificial burn coverings. And they're all somewhat biologic. So allograft is grafted skin from a skin bank. So you're basically not a skin transplant, but you're covering it with a donor skin. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. You can use embryonic cells. Uh, There's a material called EpiBurn that's a newer thing that they're using in our burn unit. And all of these coverings are newer biologics that are other options, especially used in the bigger burns um, or areas that are small, too small for grafting. One caveat to all these burn coverings, if you have somebody with a burned face, Most of them need to stay open to air. And one thing, if you're going to discharge anybody with wound care that had a burned face, these substances that we put on, especially bacitracin or xeroform gauze, a lot of them are flammable. So especially if your patient was smoking on home oxygen or has a risk for smoking on home oxygen or smokes in general, you need to make sure to remind them that smoking with these substances on their face can lead to further damage from a new face burn. So reviewing what we've covered in a Band-Aid for every burn, we talked about the different kinds of burns pertaining to the different layers of the skin 
and the treatments that you're going to apply. For the superficial sunburns, it's aloe, it's oral NSAIDs, that patient's going to be fine. For wounds that have the potential to heal, like superficial partial thickness, so that kind of beefy red, you know, still painful skin that was under those blisters, you want to use bacitracin and Xeroform or some other protective layer that is not sylvadine because sylvadine impairs wound healing. Anything that you have that's a deep partial thickness burn or a full thickness burn that is not going to heal, really you want to get that grafted as soon as you are able to to prevent infection and restore homeostasis to that patient. Those can be put in sylvadine or any other non-stick antimicrobial dressing. 